Mind is the doorway where happiness, health, prosperity enters. And mind is the doorway where disease, fear, anger enters. What enters through the mind depends completely on what we feed our mind, says the ancient texts of Vedanta. My guru Paramahansa Yogananda has said this so aptly, mind is the cause of liberation and mind is the cause of bondage in this life. Mind in a state of samyukti is called as kalpa riksha, meaning we have the power within ourselves to make our mind become the wishing tree in our life. Samyukti is a Sanskrit word meaning to unite or to join. When we make our mind completely in tune with our higher self, this mind of ours turns into kalpa riksha, meaning the wishing tree. The mind attuned to the higher self works pretty much like Aladdin's lamp and whatever we wish for, it can very well materialize for us in this life. Let's just wrap our mind around this for a second and imagine the boundless capabilities our mind can deliver. Namaste everyone, this is Akshita again. The fall season has slowly begun here in Arizona and the temperatures are finally cooling down. Phew, thank God. We really had a bad, insane summer this year. Mother Nature starts to disrobe her fineries in this fall season. Our mind too starts to disrobe our emotional sheath. It can be quite challenging for some. Time to look at what needs to be thrown out. Take a tour of your mental closet. Many of my clients feel gloomy, depressed, lose the rasa during the season. I even see a surge in my tune-up consultations as they experience severe mood swings. Some get into mild to moderate depression, have anger outbursts, past unresolved incidents, relationships start crawling up. Does this feel familiar to you? This is very normal and typical pattern we can expect during the fall season. I just say, let the mental detox begin. 
So the topic I chose for this episode is become a mind gardener. Today is October 10th and is observed as World Mental Health Day. Honestly, I had no idea. But the topic I'm talking to you is so appropriate for this day. There are no coincidences in life. I see this as a divine blessing. Believe it or not, we all are mind gardeners. Sadly, most of us are doing it unconsciously. Yogic philosophy tells us the moment we are born, our mind has been working non-stop. Every thought, feeling, experience, impression, affirmation has shaped the landscape of our mind garden. In fact, the topic should be become a conscious mind gardener. What is mind? How does it function? What is the role of mind? Where does mind reside? All the varied dimensions of mind have been deeply explored by the spiritually enlightened sages of India, which is now given to us in the texts of Vedanta and yogic philosophy. Today, I would like to touch who controls the mind? Why do we get succumbed to moods? Why are we stuck brooding and daydreaming? How does Ayurveda look at depression? Are there different types of depression according to our doshas? And bottom line, is this all connected to our Agni, the mental digestive fire? Let's get to explore all these as we unravel the scientific wisdom of Ayurveda and Yoga. Let's first spend few minutes on getting to know what mind is. Mind as we know it is really not one single stand-alone entity per yogic philosophy. It is really a team effort of four highly efficient and experienced team players. These four team players are Buddhi, Manas, Chitta, Ahamkara. Buddhi is the higher discriminating intellect. I like to call it the Yoda of Star Wars movie, the wise counselor. Manas is like the gateway guard responsible for allowing or refusing Entry of thoughts, information coming in and going out of our mind. Chitta is the subconscious storehouse of all memories, emotions, impressions of this life and also all other past lives. Chitta directs the melodrama of life. Where have we heard the word Chitta before? Patanjali's famous second sutra comes to mind, right? Yoga's Chitta Vritti Nirodha. The potential of yoga is to quieten the roller coaster mind, the ability to quieten the turbulent mind by being in yoga. This is the promise of yoga, a lofty one, to 
take us to that state of pure stillness to know who we truly are and finally ahamkara loosely translated is the ego but it is not the right definition ahamkara is really personal identification it puts the sense of identification i-ness to everything we perceive in this life when manas chitta ahamkara are all in alignment and take directions coming from buddhi the wise counselor life is worthwhile fulfilling and moving in the right direction to the path of liberation but life is not this simple is it what happens every day information is constantly bombarding from every nook of the corner and is competing to grab our attention honestly our mind is much more taxed now than it was just 10 15 years back the construct of life is duality making life complex complicated and multidimensional so what happens <laughs> the manas and ahamkara get tempted and polluted by the forces of duality and start making decisions independently without consulting buddhi the wise counselor on what thoughts emotions impressions must enter in and out of our mind when manas ahamkara chitta take control of our mind while putting buddhi out of the equation we become slaves to our thoughts habits moods and get entangled and engaged in this creation called prakriti in yogic philosophy this creation which is called as prakriti or maya is created by three attribute energies called as gunas they are sattva rajas tamas sattva is the higher intelligence the intelligent force that keeps this creation in balance rajas movement activity this keeps the creation in constant movement with the energy of rajas tamas is inertia this is the energy that gives shape and structure to the creation and also responsible for darkness and low form of energy our mind and body being the microcosm of this creation is also influenced by the sattva rajas tamas gunas in fact these are the main attributes that design and define the landscape of our mind garden bhagavad gita beautifully describes the personality of the mind a calm and contented mental clarity kindliness silence born of solitude self control and purity of character constitutes the austerity of the mind bhagavad gita chapter 17 verse 16 
Do we not crave to have a mind as described in Bhagavad Gita? It is very possible, says the Ayurveda text, with its proven remedies and tips. Now that we are familiar and have a context of what mind is and its four components, we also got introduced to the three gunas. Let's come back to our mind garden to look at it with the lens of Ayurveda. Fall season is predominantly a vata season, where the elements of air and ether is prominent in nature. Looking at my backyard, I can clearly see Mother Earth is preparing for a pause, a period of relaxation, reflection and rejuvenation time. As the trees are shedding their leaves and the days are getting shorter and darker and dull, all these start to slowly impact our mind garden, more especially if you are a Vata-dominant personality. How to take care of our mind garden in accordance to our unique dosha and changing seasons? What are the proven Ayurveda remedies to combat mood swings, lack of rasa especially during this fall season? Also, we will look at depression from the lens of Ayurveda and more importantly, what is mental agni, the mental digestive fire? All these will be covered in our part 2 of this episode, Become a Mind Gardener. Thank you for listening and Namaste until we meet again with part 2 episode coming soon. Sahaviryam karvavahai Tejasvinavaditamastu Ma Vidvishwavahai Om Shanti Shanti Shanti